1: Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. I'm your mayor, Chewy plays Nintendo, joined by my co-mayor, Sergio. Today, we will discuss the co-director of New Leaf, who has recently left Nintendo, and discuss a rumor about Bandai Namco helping with the development of the next Animal Crossing game. We'll also talk about the games we've played this week. So, hi, Sergio, how you doing?
0: Hello, everyone, and hello, Chewy. I'm doing well. What about yourself?
1: I'm doing well. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the week of Jackie being gone, so pretty soon she'll be back, and my life will be in order again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Um, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. There's been some, some late nights that, you know, I just couldn't get to bed, so I <laughs> stayed up watching TV or something. Right, right, <laughs> nice. Then, yeah, and then all sorts of other things. Um, I don't know if everybody's listened to, or, you know, I don't know how many people just listen to the podcast and don't really check out, like, the YouTube channel, <laughs> but I've started posting, um, you know, just, like, a little diary type of series where I go into a dream town in New Leaf, and essentially, like, I don't really talk about the dream town at all or acknowledge what I'm doing at all. Right. I'm just... <laughs> Talking like it's a diary entry and I'm telling you about the last week of my life, you know, <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, if any, everybody listened to the most recent episode um, that came out, I guess that's different for people who are patrons and not patrons. Uh, patrons get an episode a week early. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. In this episode, I just talked about my plans for the week. And they changed a lot over the week. <laughs> a lot of things came up that I wasn't expecting. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyways, I guess speaking of things that were unexpected, we just got news that Isao Moro or, you know, Isao Moro is one of the co-directors of Animal Crossing New Leaf. Um we just got word that he has resigned or left Nintendo. Um, not really too much of an explanation as to why. Right. But this report came from, I guess somebody saw him posted on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I kind of looked at their uh, Facebook account, um, just their profile page, oh. and it's all in Japanese, so I couldn't read it. or tell you what it said right
0: Um, no but definitely um a lot of reputable sources have pretty much confirmed it
1: yeah so um yeah i didn't really like plug it into google translate or anything to try to see what it said i just (laughs) you know i just figured the news outlets that were posting about it Mm -hmm. um tend to post you know good information all the time so I'm just trusting it for what they say. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I guess this was reported just this past Sunday, July 29th, 2018. And I guess the news is kind of surprising. Like, I don't think I was expecting this so much. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I did do that one video recently, not too recently now, but you know, where I looked at all the developers of Animal Crossing, right? Right. And you know, the one thing I did notice about him was that kind of the last thing he had going on was the Welcome Amiibo update. Mm-hmm. Um,. Yeah, so it's been a long time since like we've gotten anything oh. new Animal Crossing-wise out of him. So right. I guess just for everybody, I wanted to kind of give a history of his roles, what he's worked on at Nintendo, and kind of, um, you know, we'll talk about what this could possibly mean for the next Animal Crossing game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just a quick look back He started out in 2002, and his first role was an assistant director role on The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. So back when the GameCube was, you know... When did the GameCube come out? Was that 2001
0: in Japan, US? Mm, 2001, um, at least in the US, yes.
1: Okay. So yeah, he was fairly new during the GameCube era, which... Is also like N64 and GameCube are a weird era for Nintendo because everybody kind of forgets that they Nintendo wasn't doing too well at that point. Um, I think CDs became the main medium for people to use for right. like things like music and video games, and at that point, Nintendo 64 was still using cartridges, so not a lot of people moved on to that console. And then even then, like, Nintendo didn't commit to, like, CDs or <laughs> any type of... Right. They uh, they committed to a disc, but it was those little tiny cute discs, <laughs> um, which I love still. So I don't mind it too much. Right, right. Um, but yeah, that's a weird time for Nintendo where they're not doing great. <laughs> um, right. Things will change very soon, but for <laughs> now, um, let's keep going. So then... His next role was a debugger role on Animal Crossing E+. And just as a note for everyone, Animal Crossing E+, is the third version of Animal Crossing that Japan got. Mm -hmm. Um, So they got Animal Crossing on the N64, and then they got Animal Crossing... Was it just E? Yes. It didn't have the plus? Yeah, so Mm -hmm. Animal Crossing E... Um, I think that was in 2001. Yeah, early 2001. And then at that point, the game went to the States, Nintendo right. of America did a lot to it. And then Nintendo of Japan really liked those changes <laughs> right. and did a third version of Animal Crossing. Um, So yeah, I guess. Also, back then, there wasn't like strong internet connections like now. So games were not really updated. They just came out and they were done and they were finished. Whereas now games can come out and updates can add a lot of things to them. So... Yeah, they kind of had to do it manually and put out a whole new game that had all of these updates. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he was a debugger. So that was his first little step into the Animal Crossing series, and that was right. 2003. Um, after that, he was the system director on Animal Crossing Wild World, which came out 2005. Um, he got a Between that and City Folk, he got a special thanks on Star Fox Command. Oh. <laughs> um And then City Folk was when he, I guess, got kind of into a bigger role again. He was an assistant director on that, which came out in 2008, Everywhere. Um, And then from there, he was the co-director on Animal Crossing New Leaf. Um, His other co-director was Aya Kyogoku, who... Fun fact is the first woman to be a director on a Nintendo game Mm -hmm. in that company. So Animal Crossing making big, big steps for people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then from there, he was also the co-director with Aya Kyogoku on Animal Crossing Plaza, which was the little Mm -hmm. Wii U app that came out. And I really wish that led into an HD Animal Crossing (laughs) game. I mean, I guess it did, yeah, <laughs> amiibo festival, but that's not it that doesn't count no <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he had a small, i guess he had a supervisor role in between or right after that mm-hmm. for super Smash Bros for three d s and Wii u, so that's you know just a little random thing. After that, he was back as the director of Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer and the director of Animal Crossing New Leaf Welcome Amiibo, which was the update to New Leaf. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess what I did want to note on the last, um, I guess the last two Animal Crossing games, Happy Home Designer um amiibo festival and i guess we'll we'll throw in the welcome amiibo update Mm -hmm. um aya kyogoku was um a co-producer on happy home designer amiibo festival and welcome amiibo um so she kind of took not really the directing role Mm -hmm. um for those following those games following new leaf um and then after she did go on and act as a supervisor on Pocket Camp. Um, There's not too much info about, I guess, just the Pocket Camp staff in general, you know? Um, I wish I could find that. But it's even hard to find any of the staff for Amiibo Festival. Like, the game has no credits. Right. I don't... And we all know why. It's because nobody (laughs) wanted their name associated with that game, so... It's hard to find them. (laughs) Um, But anyways, yeah, I guess I just wanted to note that like, I don't know, it seems like these two have kind of been moving into kind of different roles since Mm -hmm. New Leaf. Um, So I guess let's get into the question. What do you think this means for the next Animal Crossing game?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting as you were describing the roles of Ayako Goku. You, you know, you would think she, since she was the co-director in New Leaf that she would sort of be, um, become the director of the new games, um, but it doesn't seem that way. Like you noted, she was the producer, and you know we don't know she hasn't done much after this. So, what all of the, all of this points me towards is that we're going to get a new director for the next Animal Crossing game. In, in a way, I actually see that as a positive thing. I think the next person, the next director, is going to bring a lot of cool and, and new, fresh ideas to the series. Um, who knows? You know, um, Nintendo loves switching around their development team and trying different things to see what works, what doesn't. I think that's probably why we've been waiting so long for a new Animal Crossing game, but it's also... In a way, a good thing because we're gonna get a really good one.
1: Yeah, and I guess this uh, this change is kind of confirming something that I've been suspecting for a little bit. Um, and I've uh, I've essentially been suspecting that somebody new would be working as the director on this game mm-hmm. or the next Animal Crossing game. You know, right? And I noticed. I I've just been noticing that Isao Moro and Ayakio Goku's work has been kind of slim mm-hmm. since the Welcome Amiibo update. Um, I guess even then, like the Welcome Amiibo update was not too big. I don't think it was as big as creating Happy Home Designer. So I feel like both of their work has kind of slowed down. And then Ayakyo Goku is kind of, I guess, following like um nogami's kind of um road at nintendo where he direct he kind of assistant directed the first game under our the creator um who it was it eguchi yes Mm -hmm. yeah so he uh, eguchi he kind of you know was underneath him on that game and then he directed both wild world and city folk and then of course passed those reins on to Isao Moro and Aya Kyogoku. Right. But Nogami is still, he's still playing a producer role on a lot of these Animal Crossing games. Um, he is very busy with Splatoon 2, so there's that. But I suspect that we'll see Aya Kyogoku take up more of a producer role on this next game. Right. And we're going to have somebody kind of new in, you know, just leading the team and creating the new game. Um, but yeah, I think Nintendo has placed a lot of new people on this animal crossing team. I think they're going to come up with tons of new ideas for the game. I think they're going to grow a lot of things. Um, Cause I think each title kind of does that. Like it grows the yes. features out a little bit more. Um, and you know, if we think of Nintendo when new leaf like actually came out, That was a completely different era of Nintendo. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's go back. It's 2012. It's 2000 slash 2013. At that point, for Nintendo, the big thing was the 3DS. And I I think they thought that the big thing was the Wii U at that point. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, No. the big thing (laughs) for Nintendo, like, since, I don't know, 2010 or so, has been the 3DS, until 2017 which is a long lifespan yes you know and so they had the wii u i'm sure they had a lot of really great plans for the wii u but i think very early on in the wii u's life cycle they had a realization that it wasn't working yes something went terribly wrong and they didn't come out with the right successor for you know just them you know the right. Wii did so great um and then the Wii U just crashed and so i th- i have a feeling that like those mistakes that Nintendo made with the Wii U led to a lot of delays in games mm-hmm. um for example i mean did we get like a big 3D Mario game um i i guess we got 3D 3D World right which was very different from like the experience that we got from, you know, Galaxies One and Two, mm-hmm. um, and so I feel like a lot of games, like even Zelda, like we were waiting for Breath of the Wild for so long on the Wii U, and eventually they're like, well, we're just gonna put it on both the right. Wii U and the <laughs> Switch, you know. So I felt like a lot of things that they had planned for the Wii U got pushed back. Yes. Um, And so that's where things were different for Animal Crossing. You know, in 2012, 2013, when New Leaf came out, I was expecting, all right, we'll probably play this for like two, three years, and then they're going to give us that HD Animal Crossing. (laughs) Right. And I was right. Two to three years later, (laughs) HD Animal Crossing came out, Amiibo Festival, and I'm pretty sure Amiibo Festival was like, that's the filler for us, right? Right. Um, I think Happy Home Designer was them wanting to branch out and do something different with the series amiibo festival was nintendo saying the wii u is not working we're gonna save our good stuff for the next console
0: right but but we need to have an animal crossing game on the system just just to have it you know it's like a check mark
1: yeah yeah and you know i i don't doubt that Nintendo truly wants to have as many games as possible be represented on each console, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, I get the sense that they really do want to put out games and, you know, have people enjoy tons of different IP from Nintendo on one system. And so... They clearly felt that way too, wanted an Animal Crossing game on here. Slash, if you read interviews about Amiibo Festival, you'll see straight up that they're like, we just wanted Animal Crossing Amiibo. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure you did too, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And so we got that. I think that's the best thing that came out of Amiibo Festival, Um, uh, the actual Amiibo. True. I love them. They're great. They're super cute. Um, but yeah, I think their plans for the next game definitely got pushed back. And so now looking at where Nintendo is, I think their focus has been like getting all of these new games out and giving us like the representation of all the, all the different IPs. Um, right. Of course, this year has been strange. I feel like a lot of their resources went to having a big 2017 yes not so much a big 2018 (laughs) right um so and and that's how development goes you know like there there's some gaps where it's slower than usual and I think we're in that slow point right now unfortunately it's year two of the switch Mm -hmm. when I feel like they should be pushing out more you know but there's a lot on the way and I'm just hoping Animal Crossing is one of those things, you know? <laughs> right, right, right.
0: And, you know, with with all of the events that the, the Wii U caused, like you said, a lot of games were delayed. And it also makes sense that a lot of development teams and members uh, were shifted and, and they were put in different positions, different roles. And that's why we're seeing maybe some of them leaving or some of them not so tied with a series that they used to be really tied to in like like i said i think that's a good thing in this um the developer or the, the former director of animal crossing leaving, it adds some spice to the rumors that we will be discussing about a third party or, or another company co-developing the game alongside nintendo
1: yeah that's true um i guess real quickly had something to say i don't really remember um let's let's go into that discussion that you're bringing up um so Mm. the co um okay so we've heard a rumor essentially that the next animal crossing is going to be was it developed or co-developed co-developed right okay so yeah um you want to give us a little background on this rumor
0: Yes, so it is hard to say for sure. The source itself is not exactly reputable, and you know, it's hard to imagine that Bandai Namco, since they're already working on Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and also very somewhat likely they may be working on Metroid Prime 4, you know, it's hard to believe that they're also going to be co developing Animal Crossing. We don't know either way. We also don't know if Nintendo is actually working with someone or not or if they are handling the entire development on their own like they have in the past. So it's very hard to say, but it was just a a rumor that came up and it got us thinking as to what companies we may think that Nintendo would co-develop the game for or a company that we would want them to co-develop with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, So I guess my thoughts on this rumor, um, I'd say... I don't typically believe these rumors i feel like i still feel like nintendo's gonna handle developing animal crossing yes Um, i don't see them it's a it's a pretty unique game like even for life sims like it works pretty differently and i don't know i just don't see too many other people being able to emulate that you know right um but yeah i also just feel like Bandai Namco is already working on Metroid Prime Four. They're working on Smash. Like those are two huge games. Yes. Like they're no joke, right? You know, <laughs> um so it seems crazy to me to put like yet another game on their plate when they already have two major titles. That like Smash fans are crazy. They love Smash, <laughs> and Metroid fans. Are crazy. They yeah. love Metroid. <laughs> and they've been waiting for this for so long. Like, it doesn't make sense to take focus off of those two titles. And it's already crazy to me that, like, Bandai Namco is working on both of them.
0: Right, right. And, that, uh, like you were saying, there's so much expectations for Metroid Prime 4. It's going to be really crazy and interesting.
1: Yeah, there's a. Yeah, they're trying to deliver on two just huge games. And. The expectations are very high for for the both of these series you know mm. and so adding Animal Crossing on top of that like I know my expectations are high for Animal Crossing <laughs> so that that's a whole lot of pressure on one company yes Um. anyways also Bandai Namco they make Tails games they make Digimon games I kind of want them to Put more of that on the switch Mm, you know right (laughs) um because you know they're games that i appreciate that they make and i'm like nintendo can already make nintendo games like let nintendo make nintendo games and bandai namco you give me what i like from you (laughs) you know so luckily they are already delivering on tails and digimon um tails their Tales of Vesperia is coming out in December, yes. I believe, mm-hmm. and then they have a Digimon game in the works. I just watched a trailer for it. It looks kind of like a strategy RPG type of game, cool. um, which I'm into. I I like that style of gaming. So, and I love Digimon. So, <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess as far as like companies. I could see kind of co-developing a game. Clearly, NDcube is working on Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival 2. NDcube made the first one. They need some redemption because it's a great idea. They just did it really badly the first time. So, yeah, they're working on Amiibo Festival 2.
0: Oh, (laughs) you know, I just had an idea. What if the Animal Crossing mobile game that we waited for and that became Pocket Camp, What if Amiibo Festival had been the mobile game? I think maybe that would have been better. That would have been more fun.
1: (laughs) But also, like, I don't know how redeemable it would be still. (laughs) Right. Um, If if it had online play. If it had online play, the game would be 100% better. Right. But it doesn't. It's still kind of a non-game game
0: It would have yeah. It would have been really cool to have to have Pocket Camp on the Wii U and still have the amiibo, and then the mobile game be Amiibo Festival. I just I guess that tough part would be making a a turn-based game on mobile. I mean, you could always just save and and continue your monthly playthrough next time. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know what would work uh, as a mobile game? I think they could make Desert Island Escape a mobile game. Oh yes, yes. Desert Island Escape is a true gem. It is the best part of Amiibo Festival, hands down. Um, I think that would be a great mobile game because, you know, they could always just make new levels and add it to it. Um, true. Or they could follow, like, the Super Mario Run um kind of direction and make it like a one-time purchase you get this many levels and you get all these characters and stuff and i think that would have worked fine you know
0: right and they keep adding a couple little free things down the road
1: yeah um so yeah i mean like spin-off titles i could easily see nintendo handing spin-off titles to people to play with you know right um and i think there are developers they trust with that kind of thing um the main game, I don't know. Uh, we have seen like Monolith Soft get credit for helping on Animal Crossing New Leaf. True. Um, and Monolith Soft, for those who don't know, they're behind like the Xenoblade Chronicles type mm-hmm. of games. And those, you know, that I wouldn't mind like a huge open world Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be gigantic. It would be HD. It would be the most beautiful Over. game. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we have seen, like, some other, like, developers kind of help out with the game, you know? Yes. Um. So, I guess I could see people coming in playing, like, a small role. Mm-hmm. But I'm not so sure about other studios, like, completely taking over or no, doing, right. like, a big part of the game.
0: Right. I <laughs> I agree. I mean... The rumor got us thinking and well, I I also agree that Nintendo is handling most likely just the entire development like they, they usually do. Like you said, we might see a couple of special things from certain companies, but I did have a couple of companies that, you know, just in case it, there's some truth to this rumor or we end up hearing that Nintendo did work a little bit with other companies. I believe, um, for example, that Grezzo They are the developers of some of the Zelda games on the 3DS, the Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask ports. You know, they did a good job with those ports. They are also currently working on the Luigi's Mansion port for the 3DS. And more notably, they developed Ever Oasis, which is a very underlooked game, I would say, because, you know, it came out when the Switch was just barely out and everybody was talking about it and playing it. Ever Oasis flew under the radar, but it's a really good game, and it has a couple of cool little features that would work well on Animal Crossing, I think.
1: Yeah, I was really interested in playing Ever Oasis. I think it just came out at an unfortunate time in the system's lifetime, you know? Um, Very near the end of the 3DS. I mean, technically the 3DS is still going, but we... All for the most part consider it being the end of its lifespan, right? Right, right. Um, it's mostly just because like support has clearly slowed down for the 3DS. Like there aren't too many things in the works, but Ever Oasis was one of those standouts that I was really interested in playing. Um,
0: yes, and and in everyone, including us, we we just said, oh, why don't you just move it to the Switch, please? <laughs> We'd rather see <laughs> yeah. it there.
1: Yeah, and I like. It does have like those life sim mechanics where you're building little shops and stuff in your oasis, and you're growing it in some way to make it even better, you know.
0: Right, right, and it has this huge world at outside your town that has a lot of different caves and areas that are randomly generated. I think it would work well for Animal Crossing. Even if they don't add like some sort of combat system, even if it's just exploring caves to get items or rare bugs, it would be cool if they are randomly generated every day. Yeah,
1: I hadn't even thought of that. That would be really fun. <laughs> like, because I always think of how cool it would be to go into a cave in Animal Crossing. Because um, you know, like ores were very annoying for me in New Leaf. I mm-hmm. loved the idea of getting the ores, mm-hmm. but. I was sad that you only got one every day. Right, right, Um, I wouldn't mind if there was some way to get them easier because you use them to, like, customize furniture and stuff. Maybe lower the value a little bit because they're easier to find, you know. Right. But overall make it easier for us to find it. So I always think, like, if we enter a cave and you go <laughs> mining for ores, that would be really fun. And, yeah, thinking of it in the sense of, like, it being, like, a, you know, a randomly generated... Area mm-hmm. each day that would be awesome. Yeah, I think it would <laughs> keep it really interesting each and every time you go into that cave.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then I had another company that has very very good partners with Nintendo. That you know, if there is some truth to the rumor, they um, Level Five might be doing at least a little bit a part of the development of Animal Crossing, only because some of their franchises are really. You know, they share some similarities with Animal Crossing. Uh, Jokai Watch, for example. Uh, you know, that's more similar to Pokemon, but I think some of the elements could also carry over to, to Animal Crossing. And even more so, Fantasy Life. It's a game that they develop, and that one is highly regarded as a sort of Animal Crossing with combat, basically.
1: I love Fantasy Life. <laughs> um, I had a lot of fun with Fantasy Life. I started out as a chef. And I realized very quickly that that was the wrong thing to start as oh. <laughs> because y- you're very defend- dependent on being able to find and scavenge a lot of different materials. Mm. And so I was like, I have no skills to find or scavenge <laughs> all of these materials. <laughs> Clearly, it's harder to be a chef than it is to do something else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I switched my job in that game and then got going a little bit faster and i was able to go back to be a chef eventually oh cool (laughs) because that was my goal i wanted i wanted to cook things it was fun cool
0: cool. (laughs) (laughs) um
1: but yeah i love fantasy life and thinking of that like the whole idea of having different jobs um is something that i want implemented in a new animal crossing game like Mm -hmm. I don't want to just be the mayor. Um, After playing happy home designer, I was like, I also want to be a designer. I want to go. And every time somebody moves into my place and they tell me like, here are my three pieces of furniture. I want homie, hook it up. (laughs) And then you're like, yeah, I'll do that. (laughs) So I, yeah. Both of these companies that you've mentioned, I feel would have a great like effect on the next game. Mm -hmm. And and now I feel sad that I'm like, no, nobody can work on this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only Nintendo can do it. And But, like, you know, clearly these people have made games that I feel have features that I'm interested in and things mm-hmm. I want to see happen in a game. So I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind at all if they you know called up Nintendo and were like hey we got this idea for animal crossing it's, right it, you could totally use it but you know let us work on the game a little bit you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we'll, we'll help you get it out in a year instead of two or three <laughs>
1: yeah oh yeah please let <laughs> let the game be out <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so yeah i don't know i'm there's so much going on behind the scenes at nintendo that we just don't know yeah and it astounds me because i'm like well they they can do so much with this game but they and they haven't shown us anything when are we gonna see it who's (laughs) what are they doing with it Uh, i just there's so much i want to know and it's crazy it's just crazy
0: yeah and there's still nothing concrete on a direct we're still waiting
1: that's true. Um, I guess speaking of directs, do you think they're gonna annou- start announcing like 2019 games at all? Or do you think they're gonna stick to the script and keep it all kind of 2018?
0: No, I think they will. They did promise they are going to give us an update on the Yoshi game, which has been confirmed for 2019. I think at the same time, they're gonna give us a sneak peek of what's coming next year. And you know, Let's just hope that Animal Crossing is part of that.
1: Yeah. I think the hardest thing for me this year has been that there's only been, like, one new announcement from Nintendo, like, each Direct. Yes. Um, For example, January, we had that mini Direct. The big thing was Mario Tennis Aces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, From there, we got, I think, the March Direct And the big thing was Super Smash Bros, you know. And then there's a big gap all the way to June until we (laughs) get any more news. And it's more Super Smash Bros. (laughs) Um, But we did get, you know, Mario Party, Super Mario Party announced. So I think that's been the hardest thing for me this year that I went into it thinking it'd be really cool if they pull off like, you know, what they did in January of 2017 when they announced the Switch. When they announced the Switch, (laughs) they gave us so many things to look forward to. So many things. Like, we got the final Breath of the Wild trailer. We got some stuff for, like, Splatoon. We got to see the new ARMS things. Yes. Um, We got to see Super Mario Odyssey for the first time there. Right. Like, we got, like... A look at so many major titles. I think even Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was in that. Mm. So, like all the major titles coming in 2017 were announced that January direct. And then 2018 rolls around and I'm like, dude, do that again. (laughs) That (laughs) that was awesome. I would love to see that. And then Mm. they don't, you know, it's just been like It's just been little tiny bite-sized snacks where instead of like, I just I just want a big thing, you know?
0: I just want a big, I want the whole meal. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't... maybe next January, if they save everything up, like it seems they have, maybe January 2019, they might, you know, repeat that and announce all the major games that are coming out that year.
1: I I hope so. I hope they are listening to the feedback that they've gotten. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that was very revealing of their E3 presentation was it took maybe two days for people to start going, all right, well, I can't wait for the next direct. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Right. You know, like people were already wanting more and I get the strategy of, you know, giving us a taste and leaving us wanting more, Mm -hmm. but clearly we're we're being left wanting too much more. Um, yes and i think you yeah, go for
0: it oh i think the fact that they acknowledge it by you know having interviews later on and saying yes we know you want mother yes we know you want animal crossing we didn't announce everything i think that acknowledges the fact that they know they left us wanting a lot more
1: yeah th- their stocks dropping was a good Bye. reason for them to come out and start saying things um <laughs> Yeah, so, like, essentially, their stocks have been on the decline. And I really hope that they realize that it's because they've been boring this year. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff coming, and there's stuff people are excited about. But overall, like, we got the news for it so slowly, and it's so hard waiting in between each thing. So Yes, right. I hope next year they change that and give us more of the 2017 thing where... Mm we already got an amazing amount of information and then we get to the next direct and we're like, there's even more. That's amazing. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's what they were missing. They just needed that one giant direct that gave us so much, like more than we could possibly dream, you know? Right. Right. And then get to the next direct and be like, Oh yeah, guess what? We got a little bit more. (laughs) Like at that point, I feel like a, a little taste is good you know yes yeah right but i think right. we need to start with the meal <laughs> and then get dessert afterwards you know right like that's that's what we need that's how that's how that's not how like the... this appetizer after appetizer type of thing true um, yeah so i want to see them change that up i think it's going to be it's going to be good for them i think more people will be excited again i think a lot of people have been a little bit bored this year like and it sucks to be bored because, you know, we're getting Smash, we're getting Mario Party, we're getting Pokemon. Not only that, we're getting yeah. Pokemon. They didn't even, they sh- the week before they did like a secret presentation on Pokemon. And then at E3, it wasn't even awesome anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why not like, just We know this. For- yeah. If E3 was just added on top of that presentation, or if Pokemon was added on top of that E3 presentation... Right. It would have been so exciting. Yes. Two huge, huge, huge games coming out November and December. That would have blown minds. You right. Know?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: So I don't know. They, they're not managing the news cycle very well. No,
0: um, right. And, you know, the games are which, coming. So the games are being done. It's just the way they announced them, the timing, the timing of releases. They, they I guess they need to iron out that part a little more.
1: Yeah. And it's weird because you know they they do Nintendo Directs and it's a day it it's a day that's like just all them like that's the news. Yes. yes you right. know. Like they control right. those days. There's nobody else talking about anything else, you know. Right. So it, yeah, it it sucks to see them misstep in those ways um but I'm excited. I mean I'm excited because I feel like since their stocks are dropping after having such a successful year they're like okay what did we do wrong right. i'm just hoping they <laughs> pinpoint exactly what they're doing wrong you know
0: oh there's no animal crossing on the switch that's wrong that is the wrongest <laughs> thing i've ever heard
1: i've never i've never seen anybody be more wrong <laughs> but yeah i mean it's time i mean i feel like i said this last time but Nintendo's running out of things to announce. Mm-hmm. One of these days, it's got to be <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> right. um, my fear is, like, they're going to wait and just give us little appetizers until it's late, you know, <laughs> where, until it feels late. And I want people to feel like, whoa, this year is going to be so great. I can't wait to because then people come in to the direct saying, I can't wait to hear more about this game.
0: Right, yes, that's
1: right. Um, and, and then, not only are there, they hyped to learn more about a game, they get some new stuff in there, and people are like, wow, yes. I wasn't even expecting this. <laughs> this is even better than I thought, you know? Right. So, yeah, one day I'll get a job at Nintendo. I'll let them know <laughs> how to how to handle these things. Right. Um, so, yeah, I guess... If you you can all tell that Sergio and I, we are in a drought of games. Um, Well, specifically, we're in a drought of Animal Crossing. That's what we really want. (laughs) But in the meantime, we're playing other games along the way. So I just wanted to give a little update about which games we have played this week. So, Sergio, let's start with you. What have you been playing this week?
0: You know, not much. Um, You know what happens in... It hadn't happened for a couple of years, but I feel like it's happening this year. So, because of the summertime, it gets so hot in here in California. I just don't feel like playing games that have a story, games that are like very involving. Um, for example, Octopath Traveler. You know, I got that like two weeks ago when it came out, and I was I started it, and I I, I like it. I I love it. It's so classic. But it's just I'm just not drawn to it. I'm not drawn to a couple other single-player games that I was playing, or, or not necessarily just single-player games, but games that have a story and that you progress in, that have a definite beginning and end. I, I just, I'm not enticed at the moment. So I mostly play multiplayer-focused games. I'm playing a lot of Rocket League still. I play some Splatoon 2 also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did import the Taiko no Tetsujin, the drumming game that came out in Japan a couple of weeks ago. That one was recently announced for North America and Europe, by the way, so we're going to be getting uh, a localized version, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I imported that with the drum and I'm getting better at it. It's it's pretty cool. So yeah, I'm just I'm basically playing simple games that don't require or that don't have a really deep story. Um, I am waiting in really anticipating WarioWare Gold next week or this Friday, so that's going to be really cool. <laughs>
1: yeah i wish we got that japanese title for it warioware made in wario gorgeous or oh. <laughs> such a great title <laughs> um i love warioware games uh i downloaded a couple i have one on my 3ds i have one on my wii u and mm. that's kind of what i want to play right now now that you mention it <laughs> um but yeah warioware games are super fun uh you should start stardew valley it's uh I have I guess, uh, speaking from what I've played this week, I've played <laughs> Stardew Valley and Splatoon 2 more than anything. Um, Splatoon 2, mostly because I play on a competitive team. And if you all have seen my YouTube, I've posted a couple videos of some matches that I've had. Um, but yeah, I, I practice that a lot and feel like I've been getting better. And then Stardew Valley... Yes. Uh I played it like crazy yesterday. I played maybe 5 hours and I Ooh. got through like half a season. It was it was a lot. Ooh, <laughs> and nice. I had fun the whole time. Um outside of that, I'm kind of visiting I I did also get Octopath Traveler and I've played through one chapter of a hero and I've gone on and found another hero. So I've, I'm just at the beginning of another chapter Mm -hmm. and I I like it a lot so far. The visuals are great. I love looking at the game. It's so, it sounds really nice. Um, It's very well presented and yeah, I'm excited to get deeper into it. Um, From the little taste I've had so far, I like it, you know? Right. Um, And then the last thing I kind of played was Night in the Woods. It's an indie game. I really I love this game. It's so well written. (laughs) Um, I have not beaten it, of course. I just got to about like part three or so. So I'm very early on in the game. I don't Mm. know how long it is exactly, but I'm still pretty early on. And it's it's interesting. It's got a great story. Um, I don't know. I guess it doesn't really compare to... The stories, like, say, an Octopath Traveler, it's very different. It's very modern. Modern, right. Yeah, it's a very modern kind of story. And the gameplay is not as involved, I guess. Like, you just kind of explore. Yes. You know? So it's more of a relaxing type of game rather than, you know, really, like, sink lots of hours challenging yourself type of game. Right. Um (laughs) So I don't know if that would be like a story type story kind of based game that you would be into during the summer. But right. at the same time, like, it's clearly you should play this game in the fall. Like, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> oh, feel, it feels like a Halloween type of game.
0: Yeah, um, definitely.
1: <laughs> and and the part I just played was like, it was Halloween. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've had a really good time with those games this past week. Um I did get another indie game that I'm going to try to highlight on Thursday. Um, It's called Pool Panic. It's from Adult Swim Games. And Hmm. you play as a little cue ball and you hit pool balls all over the place. (laughs) Um,
0: Cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about it. I'm kind of on the fence on that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, you'll, I'll be posting like gameplay and kind of talking about it on Thursday. Um, So yeah, just a little bit about like the schedule that I'm trying to pull off with YouTube, Um, because I do want to start posting more videos again. Um, Sundays, you can expect my weekly update videos. I've been good about keeping up with those. Um, I mean, a lot of you don't know that I have been, but I have two up. The second one is up for patrons right now, mm-hmm. um, but for everybody else, you can hear the first one, which was pretty fun to do. Mondays, I'm still figuring it out a little bit. I'm planning on doing more of like generic Nintendo news. Um, Tuesdays, as always, it's the podcast. Wednesdays will be a Stardew Valley Let's Play, because I've been really having fun with that game. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Thursdays, I'm going to do indie games um, on the Switch. And yeah, so you can expect some indie game stuff. Fridays, I'm bringing back Friday videos. They're going to be different topics on Animal Crossing. And then Saturday, I want to get back into my live streaming. um, Because I haven't really played uh, New Leaf, that new file that I started since that like last recording that I put up, you know? Um, So yeah, I'm going to get back into that, start living that life again. (laughs) And yeah, so pretty sure it's going to be full weeks. Um, Mondays, I'm still kind of figuring it out. I don't know if I posted a video yesterday. I am recording this in the past Sunday. (laughs) So yeah, we'll see what happens on Mondays, (laughs) but for the most part, I've got things planned out.
0: (laughs) Cool. Cool and you're you're right i should play Stardew valley because yes i finally downloaded it you know i've been putting it off for for a long time and neglecting it i know i'm gonna like it so i just need to do one more push and actually start it
1: (laughs) yeah and it's exciting because tomorrow the day after this podcast airs um the multiplayer comes out on pc and mac Mm, yes, And the whole thing behind my Let's Play on Stardew Valley right now is that I really want to get to the point where, I, um, where I'm where i playing this game multiplayer with people. Um, like, I want mm. my Let's Plays to be multiplayer oh, experiences. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to get to. Um, but yeah, I I don't know when it's coming to consoles, but I right. do know Switch is going to be the first console to get multiplayer. Oh, cool. Um, I'm hoping by the end of the year we'll have it because I did get this game on PC or well on my Mac recently. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be testing out the multiplayer. Oh, nice. Bit. Okay. I want to see how it works. Kind of plan out how I'm yes. going to be handling that series in the future, you know? Um, but yeah, we, we can play together. We can have a farm together yeah, nice. <laughs> and live together. It'd be so fun. Um, But yeah, I guess anyways, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join the Discord. I have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes, which I think I may start adding my 3DS friend codes to the list too, so more people can get it who join the Discord until now it's been kind of open to patrons but i think i'm gonna have i'm gonna provide patrons with a little bit better stuff (laughs) um so yeah uh, you'll get to benefit in that way anyways if you do want to become a patron and you're interested in this better stuff visit patreon.com slash chewy plays nintendo for just a dollar you can support our show get tons of cool things um if you love what we're doing and Animal Crossing and wants to support even more, you're totally welcome to, but I only, rec- you know, I only ask for a dollar. <laughs> so you don't have to give more if you don't want to. Um, but yeah, like I said, I have a new series for patrons. Um, well, a new series that patrons get first access to. This is my diary series where I visit dream addresses while, you know, talking about my personal life. So if you ever want to know more about me, that's where to get it. (laughs) And if you're watching or listening on YouTube, leave a comment about, you know, a developer you feel would do a great job with Animal Crossing. Um, And please leave a review for the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow. And once again, thank you all so much for listening, and we hope you have a great week.
0: Goodbye, everybody.